0: Hey, pantry fam. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but you don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like faith, culture, family, and entertainment, and offers a safe space to discover inspiring conversations. So if you're a fan of this show, you're going to find encouragement, hope, and joy from other podcasts on Access More. Start listening today at accessmore.com.
1: All right, hey, welcome to the Pantry Podcast. I'm Shay.
0: I'm Michelle.
1: And it is awesome to be here for this special episode. Yes,
0: yes. This is like the week in between Christmas Ooh, and on. New Year's. And we hope you had a great Christmas. We hope that you have something nice, cozy, fun, reflective, godly planned for <laughs> ca- planned for the New Year's yes. weekend uh, to ring in 2023. So, yeah, so th- this is one of our bonus episodes where... Um, I I got to pick last week where we talked about when our dreams are not God's dreams for us, and so this week Shay picked provision.
1: <laughs> provision, and it's just like that question. It's like I want something, but what do I want? Yeah. It's like this little dog on my chest, right? I don't know if you're if you're listening. Well, okay, you have to go to the YouTube channel. I got a little Chihuahua who's chasing after a taco, right? Yeah, he's like I'm gonna get my taco, but what if that taco doesn't exist? What if that taco <laughs> never comes to fruition? What if he
0: never catches this taco? What if he never catches the taco? What if taco? someone else, what if everyone else he knows gets the taco, ooh, but not him?
1: Oh, boy. Oof. <laughs> oof. Oof. So as I'm thinking of provision, it's like, okay, why, why provision? Why provision? And I think that over the last few years, um, I've got to watch people either receive provision or not receive provision. I've been able to watch people who are trusting in the Lord when they don't get provision or people who are really like falling apart when they don't receive the provision. Um, it's been difficult. It's been tough. It's been hard. I know that in my own experience, with Kenya is a is a, a place where I go quite often. Um, in fact, I'm trying to get there next year. Hopefully, it all works out. Yeah. Praise God. It's it's been kind of tough the last few years. Uh, I'd love to come see you, Pastor Jackson, my buddy, my friend. Yeah. But anyways, and, and in, within his church, within his community, within you know the the Kenyan um, community there, and watching people have and not have. Um, going through days without food or, or being, uh, receiving food or, you know. but I think one of the coolest things as I was thinking about provision is where they would always turn um, you want to learn about faith be tied to a church that doesn't have much mm. be tied to a church that, that sometimes goes days without food but you know what's also beautiful about that is you start to see how the church unfolds itself mm-hmm. and how you see like Acts chapter two coming into play with provision. Mm-hmm. When you start seeing the body of Christ step up and say, hey, look, I might have a little more than them, but I maybe I can break off a little bit and now we all have maybe a little instead of somebody having just an overabundance.
0: Yeah, that's something that we've been exercising a lot for the last couple of years because, you know, depending on where you come from, like I, I come from a family that de- didn't have a lot of money right. And yet, as I grew up and looked around at all of the things that I was surrounded by, and sometimes even like, I, it, it the stuff has more space than I do to you know walk around and stuff. So I was like, this is stuff that equates to once it was money, once it was time, mm. and now it's just collecting dust. It's something I need to dust. It's something I need to lift and move around. It's something you know, and so. Sometimes we, we do have provision, but we're stewarding it poorly, and it, so it, what it amounts to at the end is just something that weighs you down as opposed to something that helps you know helps move you forward. And then you, that's when I really realize how poorly money can be stewarded and how much money we actually have to, to give back and to use in a more wise way. And so that's, I think, during this time of year when there's wish lists that have been passed around where you're trying to think of what to get people. It's funny, you know, sometimes the pressure to give gifts at a certain time ends up leaving people with just stuff instead of meaningful stuff or useful right. stuff. And um, and so we've been around here making stuff, being really thoughtful, what, what is needed, um, not asking for things that we don't really need or doesn't have a purpose and, and then I look at parts of the world that don't have nearly as much material stuff and I'm like well I can't solve every problem you know with with the money that I could save by not getting stuff but how they they're surviving they they're, they have a different mindset they're walking with different faith and what does it look like and, and how much more can I let go of and all that So it it gets me, all this thought of provision, it gets me in all different angles.
1: (laughs) That was a lot of angles. But it's cool angles. It's like you're thinking like she's she's thinking through this processing because it yeah. does. It has so much depth to it. Yeah, it has it has a lot of depth to it. It's kind of like going back to that. You know, you look under a tree. And everybody's like, wow, a of, well, that's a lot of uh, Christmas presents. My little girl just ran around the house grabbing things and started wrapping them for people. Well, to be fair, cool. she made them Well, she made, but, but I'm saying yes, but she yes, wraps yes. And stuff. I'm yes. not saying like she just went to all of our stuff. She didn't okay? take our salt shaker and, had and wrap it Some of her stuff times. that she yeah. had, and she would say, hey, I can, I'm going to give this to somebody. Right. Yeah. So it's not that she made everything. <laughs> she she did grab things from around the house. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she did not grab our stuff. Right, so her that, own stuff. But her own stuff, and, and so it's kind of cool to see her wanting to be in that in that position of of, of giving. Yes, um, and that is like a very good place to be. And and it always takes me back to Acts chapter two. I've always thought about this. It's like they gave up everything, sold their possessions, and became a community. Mm-hmm. Um, now within that community, if you think about this, they all had jobs. They all had, you know, they there's something they were they could do that was good. Maybe there's the farmer, maybe there's like the, the, the rancher. There was everything. So they come together, they have food, they have vegetables, they have people who know how to do different things. Then they start to supply and support one another. And that is something that we've seen. That is something that we've witnessed over the last few years. And let me tell you something for someone like me you know, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I have what I need. um I don't want to put it out there. Yeah, of course, we gotta budget some stuff and think about Absolutely. some stuff, and 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 be responsible for stuff. But you know, I w- I was able to watch people sit there prayerfully asking for provision and things, even to the point of me getting there. <laughs> like last year was one of those we talked about in one episode, but like we were, man, we had like a group of 20 people, like prayerful every day meeting together with pastor Jackson over just my trip last year. Yeah. Like, and it was supposed to happen in April. And I mean, they're like meeting and meeting and praying and praying. And you know, you think of those verses like Matthew 21, 22, where it says, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith, you know? And so I didn't go. We had all of these things planned, all of these services planned, all of this like baptisms. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. I don't want to rehash all that, but it's important to understand. And so, it kind of was like a moment of like broken spirit. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait, hold on. You know, the Bible says, but you know, what we learned through that is that God has his plan. Mm-hmm. And so when we're thinking of this, you know, what are our expectations? What's the realizations? What are our applications when these things don't happen? You know, expectations, are these my expectations or are these God's expectations? You know, God has a plan for our lives. Are we in the spirit and talking to God and in communication and knowing the way forward? Right. You know, Romans eight twenty eight gets thrown out there all the time, but it's in accordance with those, right? In right. accordance with those. There's always that like caveat, all things work out for the good, for those who love God. And they stop and they don't get to the last part of that whole thing. It's for those according to his will, right? right? It's like, okay, so his will. So we got to be prayerful in these uh, provisions. Um, we've got to be prayerful that this is what God wants us to do. I'm look, I'm telling you people struggle. I've watched it. It hurt me. I I think (laughs) it was a rough year. It's been a rough couple years. Um, especially watching people you love go through things and go through through hunger and not being able to, man, y'all, I'm military. I've been military. I've worked for the military 30-plus years. If we needed something, man, they whip out the credit card, swipe, 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 and we have it. And here I am, like, I want to raise money. I'm trying to raise money. I'm trying to do this. And we raised some good money, but we didn't raise enough money to take care of all Kenya. <laughs> you see, right. right. And so you sit there, and you, and you watch this, and you're just like, God, Why? Why, why, why is it that the little dog can't get the taco? What's going on there? And, and you go through this battle and this struggle of provision and you're like, come on, Lord, help us. But, I like butts. Sometimes I like butts. Sometimes I don't like butts. Because <laughs> sometimes you're like, yeah, grace is enough. And they're like, yeah, but. And I'm like, no, grace is enough, but we got to do some work. I understand that. I get it, but back to, back to topic. But, these beautiful people who didn't have had one thing that increased and grew and that was faith in God. Yeah. Um, so their expectations weren't always met right. what they wanted. Um, we haven't lost anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazingly, you know, no one died of starvation. Um, and they came to this realization of what the Bible always tells us that we need to be trusting in him. You know, the Apostle Paul would sit there in like in Philippians 4, 11 says, not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I've learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low <laughs> and I know how to abound. <laughs> I love how he hits both sides. It's like, I know how to be knocked down, but I also know how to stand back up and I know how to be not just stood back up, but lifted up like above it's like abounding like more than mm-hmm. uh, i love that and in any and every circumstance i have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance and need and so we watch this in people's lives that are believing and trusting in god we have it here in the us too we have friends that are believing and trusting in god we have sisters that are that are going through through medical conditions that are believing and trusting in god and it's not always working out the way that we would want it to be miraculous healed and, and this, but their faith is increasing and it's been right. beautiful to watch.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people ask that question. It's one of the most common questions is, you know, why does he allow such suffering? Because what we need is what we need to live. Right. And I, I look at it and I try to take my feelings out because mm. I know that humans don't like suffering times out of 10 and we definitely don't like to watch people that we deem good or innocent or friends or loved or treasured we don't want to see them suffer we don't want to see them without what they need absolutely and also often we don't want to see them without what they want and um I don't know how many times I've seen people at the at the store and it's like the kid wants another toy and you know probably that kid, despite whatever financial situation's going on, most kids have more toys than they can play with in a week. And they're gonna get that toy because their parents want to see them get what they want. right? So if we do that even in those situations, how much more when it's something that is like food, mm. a shirt, medicine for par- parasites, warmth, you know, um, water, just basic needs. How much more when it's something that seems like it could be so accessible, why don't they get it too? And so I look at that and I ask the question of like, what good could come of that? And then you think of who God says he is, mm. meaning who who God is. And you realize that even though we don't enjoy it, he in his infinite wisdom has deemed suffering with purpose right like like suffering came after the fall when we decided to go our own path as human beings um but he redeemed it in that he can make a purpose out of it and and yes there are there is then sickness and there is very drastically delayed gratification and there is you know the child who could be such a strong robust child but they don't have food There's the family who could be so joyful, but they can barely have the energy to stand. And you're like, how in the world is there anything good about this? And Mm. yet then you hear about such insurmountable faith coming out of areas where if anyone has a right to be mad at God for not giving them life's basic needs, it's the countries where you find some of the strongest faith. And of course, there's people suffering who don't have faith, and that is... That just makes sense. When you take God out of the equation, that kind of suffering makes sense given how selfish humans can be and how much some humans have piled up for themselves. Right. Um, and not just in fair ways, in ways where they want to take it from you. right? So it's it's not just the person who works hard and has a good job and their their product is great and so they make money. No, it's it's the ones who, who, who literally rape and pillage Earth <laughs> at your expense. And they're out there and they love the devil's ways right and so we know they're out there um and they are pit against us and it makes us so angry and yet out there you see this faith Mm. and then you come back to where we are and it's it's i don't like to compare because i know god puts us all in our place for a purpose as well so to compare and say well i don't know what suffering well he's that's to say god has never given me anything to suffer and he hasn't taught me anything through suffering well no he's given me things i suffer through to teach me where i'm at but I, I do, I think it's, it's a common question. And yet at the end of the day, you see the thing that is eternal that cannot be snatched from you still thriving in those kinds of situations. And so as a believer, it just challenges me to dig in even deeper into this idea that we have an eternal mindset and that we, our, our eternal life has already started here. And so if I starve out here in agony, um, or if I suffer out here in pain and pass over, that's still going to just be a blip on my timeline and he promises me an eternity without tears. And I do think when I listen to the sermons and the wisdom from people like Pastor Jackson, that's mm. what I get out of it, is I, I see them clinging to that thing that for some reason is much harder to grasp when you're surrounded by stuff and provision. Right. And so it's like, well, wow, they're being blessed on an eternal level. Mm. and it takes so much for those who have to wrap their heads around it to the same way.
1: Yeah, i, I walking through that, right? So these expectations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I, I, I could definitely go down a rabbit hole on the whole, like, okay, I'm gonna go there because this is my special. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the rabbit hole. God, creator of of this earth, yes. Creator of us, creator of gold, silver, gems, every profitable resource. <laughs> resource, every animal, mm-hmm. so food source. Right. Every plant, more food source. Mm-hmm. Made enough, absolutely for every single person in this world. Yes. To not only survive, yes, but to thrive, right? This is a thought that was happening as, yes. as you were talking no, to absolutely. me, right? right? And 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 I know we live in democracy, and I know that the democracy and the and the you know make your way, make as much as you can yeah, mentality. With the capitalism, I get it, yeah, and and I get it. That's what we have, and I'm mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Because again, we live in a fallen world, a sinful world, right. A world that works that way, right? But isn't it also amazing? That he made <laughs> that provision for us, and man has come in with with the fall and decided, no, we're gonna we're gonna Horde. hoard this now. But that's 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 a whole nother conversation. I'm just saying it's out. It was out there. Yeah, like God has made it possible, right? And because because of man, because the heart of man, because the wickedness, man, including myself, is on the weaknesses I've done in my life. I get it, right? I, I added to it. I didn't, didn't subtract yeah. from it. I wasn't perfect in all this. We tore that away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And things like Acts chapter two, imagine if the world, impossible, this is just that, you know, those things I think sometimes, imagine if everybody followed the Bible, Acts chapter two, and we all found Jesus. We don't have it.
0: Right. Like, like. Right. If everybody had Jesus, then we wouldn't be able to call, like, it would still be a fallen world in this time because sin nature, so, you know, but we would have access to what we need. And I think that that's important when you look at Acts chapter two, because sometimes we're looking at how to permanently fix a problem. Right. When we step forward, and then we get discouraged because you might only be able to feed this person for a single day, or like what you know what we yeah. do with the Kenyan food pantry. Like we we only make a little over a hundred something a month through our Patreon plug for the Patreon. If you yes, want to help feed people in Kisumu, thirty percent of and what we make goes there, do, and thank, thank you yeah, for those definitely. who do and who have. Because some right. people they did they do it for a period Season, yeah. and then they pull out. Yeah. People change up who they support, and that's also amazing. Um, but You know, with just that little bit, we can provide something. And I think that that's part of it, is believing that what you do have, you know, your fish and loaves, right? Those fish and loaves can be multiplied. You just need to stop thinking that it's completely in your hands. He says, give. Mm. He says, give freely. He doesn't say, give enough to solve all of their problems freely. He just says, give freely. And with what you do give, he can do amazing things that you cannot predict. I think we go back to this all the time. Um, and ba- going way back to unnaturally flourished that that whole season was about how he unnaturally outside of what we think is normal and natural flourishes throughout the believer's lives. You know, right. so I think it's important for us to to realize that you don't know the ripple effects of your generosity. And right. so in Acts two, with them all doing that, you know, we have a friend and she's a supporter of the show and she was saying, you know, isn't it amazing? Have you guys noticed in the last couple of years, we've become so much more like the Acts chapter two church, even though we live in this capitalistic society, <laughs> we always seem to be able to, someone in our church is always able to meet the need of someone else in our church. Right. No matter what the need is, it's taken care of. Is there some panic? Is there some discomfort? Is there some frustration? Is it always super fluffy, fluff, cushy answer? No, but it's always taken care of. And you can see that even when you see just unsaved people with the same mindset, you're seeing an emulation of this provision, even among them, so how much more when God is behind it.
1: It's kind of amazing, like, I I, I was thinking about our, our, it's not even a food drive. <laughs> so yeah. so like there's a lady in church who yeah. works on a food drive and they give a lot of food away, like lots, like tons of food away. And then there's always like this leftover. So she'll show up with like 10, like, I don't know what they are, 100 pound bags like cabbage uh, but it's cabbage and potatoes and carrots and all these things now the people who need it go and get it and then there's always even more left over it's like this abundance so then i'll take it and I'll, man look okay so i'll cook soup for for a few days right take that money aside use it for something else stop going to starbucks we stopped going to starbucks yeah. um know how much that saved us in a month it's right. amazing right it's like it's like if we were still rolling that we wouldn't be able to do other things yeah um, it's amazing Cut out Netflix, all these things. There's these things that we can cut out of our lives to help others. Mm-hmm. And I think also when we're talking about provision, we we can't go like like you brought it up. We cannot not talk about provision without the two sides of it. Yeah. Um, I kind of am stuck in this breaks and bills kind of thing. It's kind of like, yeah. like, okay, well, okay, we got those who need and those who have and those who have can give to those who need. And and, and it's not like one of those guilt trip things. It's just like, wow, this is really how God it's saw so it. It's so fun. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's amazing to to be able to be a part of, even if it's minute, small, a little bit. We've got another brother who, who really loves, like I've connected with. He's out of Ghana. Uh, love you, John. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but like, through the provision, like we've been able as a men's group, a men's ministry, yeah. to help my brother go through school. Mm-hmm. And he's okay with this. He thinks everybody gets on yes, right, like, yes. whatever. But legitimately, he's part of our church in, 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 in of Greater Grace over in uh, Ghana. And I think it was a couple years ago he started going to school and man, we've paid, we've got his, and it's not a whole lot of money, y'all. Right. Like I think, I think it's like a couple hundred dollars a year, <laughs> like a semester or like, yeah. like not even a semester, but like a, a whole school year. Um, and we've been able to help this brother go through school.
0: Yeah, you've paid for his tuition. Yeah. Someone always has it.
1: Yeah, and someone always has it. Someone always comes forward. We're in that season again right now of asking the man again, hey man, hey, he's, he's been doing this. He's been doing great. Great marks, great kid, has beautiful love for Jesus. And you know what? Somehow God's been providing and God will provide. Um, Maybe, you know, so far God has said he needs to go to school because it's been provided. Right. Um, But, you know, we're we're talking about expectations and then, you know, when the realization it doesn't happen, right? Then our application is always falls back to the trust in the Lord.
0: Yeah, I mean, for example, one thing that came on my heart a few weeks ago, and it has just taken off, because this is how God provides, right? Because I know something about myself and I've had to just own it for the last couple years more and more. I am a great starter, right? I can start things. I get, I, you know, God gives me amazing ideas. He gives me tons of ideas on how to keep that idea going and expand and strengthen and improve on it. But doing it by myself, it's gonna, it's gonna fall to the wayside without huge God miracles, okay? He normally will just need to provide me people and I just need to ask for help, right? And so that is how, I, that's how I can contribute, right? Is with mm. the good idea and the oomph and the, and the gusto to get everyone else inspired, right? But if you leave me alone to do it and no one comes alongside me, it eventually fizzles out. That's just, that's me right now, okay? So a few days, I mean a few weeks ago, this I had some books because you know we're always looking to give away some of our stuff, and some of Kalia's little Christian Bible story books. She's outgrown them a little bit. Um, we have like she's learning to read now, you know all this stuff. So we have them, and I'm like I want to donate them to a kid at church. And then I said, I, man, I wish. I, could don't, I wish I could multiply this book, mm. and I wish I could give more books to all the kids at church because they don't all have equal access to biblical Christian value kind of content when they're at home in the week. And that's when it came, little library in the church. So the desire to give, I realized we can all share that book by the little kids being able to check it in and out of a little library. And I was like, I know there's other parents who wanna donate books or whatever. So then I was talking to some friends who just got, their names were put on my heart and they all jumped in super excited. They all have different roles and skills. And I was like, man, we have to fundraise. I like, I'm always bad. I mean, I'm bad at fundraising for the show, right? You know, we're just not, like not the best fundraiser. Um, But God provided a friend With this inspiration to take that on, and within two days we've raised one hundred and thirty-two dollars for our little library. This is on top of this is on top of what people are donating. You know, as as just offering for the church. Like there's people who said they're going to like get books. There's people who said they're going to start keeping their eye out for books at yard sales and such. So it's like even things it's not always just about the the absolute necessities of like food and water but the amount of clothing friends will go to the thrift store right. and see clothes they think that my daughter or daughter would like <laughs> and they bring bags of it home <laughs> and then we have like a we have a church yard sale and right. everyone kind of goes and donates and that money gets given to the church and we all work to it's just like there, i i haven't seen that many unmet needs right. People now know in our church that they can voice a need and be supported. You know, we had a friend who moved out on her own, has to work two jobs. And and another friend was like, hey, if you have anything to help furnish an apartment at all. And girl got some amazing donations, right? So it's just like this willingness, this openness and spreading it and, and getting used to that. And God will show you what can be pared down. He works in your heart to kind of. I don't know. Remove things that don't even need to be there that are taking up time, energy, money, right. and 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 it's amazing how he works when you want to be a part of providing for others. Right. I mean, you you don't really have to worry about being provided for mm. in in that sense um, when you're more busy providing for mm. others.
1: Amen. Yeah. Amen. So application, mm-hmm. right? Trust in the Lord. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. When I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my, with all my heart. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's amazing. Like, I'm just sitting here. I got some verses in front of me. It's just amazing what the Bible tells us. It covers everything right there. It says trust. You know, it's like, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, Psalms 56, 3 through 4. When I'm afraid. It covers them when you're afraid. Because, I mean, you're going to be afraid. Like, in this kind of thing, expectation. And then the realization. You're like, ah, what am I going to do? And it's like, hold up. Hey, put the fair side, put tr put your trust in the Lord. Right. In God, whose word I praise and God who I trust, I shall not be afraid. Jeremiah 29 left says, for I know the plans you have for, for you he, or he knows he has these plans. God has these plans. He, and the Lord declares it. Look, I like how it said, the "Declares the Lord. Like he's making a statement plans for welfare, not for evil to give you a future and a hope. How far that carries out that hope. Yeah. This hope of eternal or eternal destiny. Right. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, First John 4, eight. Hey, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear for fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love, God loves you. If there's anything that we can say in this season that maybe you're going through something, um, maybe the belt is tightening as, as the inflation goes up and the food prices go up and the gas prices, well, they're coming down. I can't say going up now. It's kind of funny. It's like gas prices going down, food prices going up. But hey, you know. um, <laughs> But I want you guys to know something, because this is the season and this is the season that we celebrate Jesus. Right. But I want you to know also that he, it's just not this season. He's not just for the season. He's for every season and for every reason that we go through in life. And I want you to be encouraged to know that you aren't alone, that not only do you have Christ and not only do you have that. Stop with the whole. I don't need community. I just need Jesus. Stop with that. Stop with that. I I, I don't buy into it. I don't believe it. I believe that we need community around us. I believe that we need brothers and sisters in Christ that we can cry on their shoulders. We can be transparent with and that we can just lay it out there and say, hey, man, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm going through it because I know that community brings God's love to the situation. So be encouraged. Reach out to Christ. Absolutely. Don't be ashamed to reach out to community with whatever you're going through. And look, have a happy new year. Amen.
0: Amen. Awesome. Well, you know what? This has been an amazing year of the pantry. We're not planning to slow down any (laughs) bit next year. And so we'll be coming next. Next week is our Q&A. We've got about a dozen questions to go through unless some more come in. So that's cool. And we will talk to you in the new year. Yeah, happy new year. Bye. Till next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Network on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.